What's up, everybody? You're on Money Moves, and I'm Michael Munsterman. Today, David Dale, the final episode. Well, I, and, and so I agree. I think consistency on a foundation of understanding, and this is we like the the biggest thing, and I think the hack that you've already you've already alluded to that you've done, right? Mm-hmm. Like you evaluated your dad as a mentor inside of your childhood, not just your father, but as a mentor in business. Sure. Oh, absolutely. As a as a I'm sure a life coach and a lot of lessons, right? Absolutely. Um, your current partner is you said been a great mentor that was a a really interesting Mm -hmm. use of that word Mm -hmm. not just partner but he's a mentor he's a guide somebody that helps me Mm -hmm. then you referenced a couple other people that i know that you're close friends with that you look up to and more than likely they've opened up a door and let you see beyond the exterior of their home so that you can Mm -hmm. get a taste of sure of of what's there and to me i think that i want to be really clear for people who are listening to this hard work isn't enough. No. There are a lot of people who work their asses off their entire life and die broke and miserable. Sure. And then Absolutely. there are people that seemingly don't work all that hard but appear to have the greatest version of a life ever. Mm-hmm. And and I think that the key there is doing life on purpose. Absolutely. That kind of that slight edge. I'm going to I'm going to make a small incremental increase across the myriad of different conversations in my life. Right to push in the direction I want to go, right. right? You have a great marriage, it's intentional. Sure. If you've just focused on work and didn't focus on your wife and your daughter, how would your marriage be? Not very good, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I, I think that that's, that's the key, hard work. And, and I know that I watch you work, I, like I watch you really put in work. Sure. And, yeah. and, and we've talked enough that I already know, like you are one of the few people that I've said, hey, um, you need to write your, your vision cast and you've mm-hmm. done it. Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's, and that's tough. I mean, that's, a, that's, I mean, it wasn't probably good enough, but it was good enough. Was it? Yeah, okay. of course. All right. Well, that's good. I'm glad to know. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's funny because as you're kind of reading that back to me and, and talking about the, the, the hard work is the people that I, that I probably mentor or, or I watch the most are the people that actually work their fingers to the bone. Like my dad works his butt off, man. I, I don't even know anybody that probably works as hard as he does. Next to uh, that friend of mine, uh, Derek's dad, uh, Rob, he's, I mean, he flies all over the world, man, all the time. I mean, every he's gone all the time, like literally all the time. Um, but he's super successful and it's really smart guy and he lives intentionally. Like he just lives every day to just be better the next right. day. And, and another friend of mine that works for Northwestern Mutual, his name is Brent Usher. He's about my age, but man, the guy just, he just doesn't stop, man. He's like a juggernaut. Like, I don't get it. He doesn't have any kids and have a family, but I mean, he's not afraid to work 60, 70, 80 hours a week and just bust it, man. So, but again, that's, I think that's part of being intentional as right. well. Like, yeah. you know, like, hey, there's a lot of work to be done and I can't get it done in 40. Right. And no, you, you can't get it done can. in 40. You, you can live a mediocre life in 40 hours a week. Sure. Yeah, but if you want to live a great life, it's 60, 70, 80. Um, I agree with that. And I think that's honestly where I, I find myself falling short because I don't put in those hours. I don't put in those crazy, like, ridiculous hours. And and maybe I should, but would that pull away from other parts of my life? And that's where it kind of, like, catches me up. I'm like, man, I want to be happy. You know, I don't want to just be 
rich. Like I want to be happy, you right. know, at the same time. So I think there's there's more to life than just working your fingers to the bone. Like you said, live intentional, you know. Well, it's a, and, and, and I love that you said that because so one of the areas that I think about a, a guy named Garrett White calls it the core four mm-hmm. body, being, balance, business, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the four areas that sure. men should focus on to make the best version of their life. Mm-hmm. And the message that they preach is, is it's, it's wake up warrior. I've talked about it lots of times, but it's the have it all lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You can have it all. But really, for some people, they need core three. They yeah. need core two. They recognize that their family is their priority. Their faith is their priority. Do they want to be healthy? Yeah, but the, proportionately, that gets as much effort right. as they want for the fruit of the life that they want to produce. For, mm-hmm. for everybody, CrossFit isn't their jam, and it doesn't need to be. Right. D- destroying yourself physically five days a week or whatever, four days a week, or right. on a bad week, three days, one day a week, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't go this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where, how do you get yeah. there again? Yeah. <laughs> I was there this morning. Yeah. So... Um, but my point is, is yeah. as to what you're saying, success isn't, and, and, and I, we, I talk about this often. We called the podcast Money Moves not because I wanted people to think that I'm going to give you the secret to, to make a bunch of money. Right. It's, it's as much about the hook to get you to listen to the first episode and find out that it's about life moves. It is. And whatever the result in your life you want, whether you want to have a family that's on fire or whether you want to have a physicality that's on fire, you want to have a business that's on fire. Or faith on fire. Faith on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every single thing we've talked about, you could cross the lesson over to any subject. Mm-hmm. Like when you talk about the grind, like if if your marriage is shit, if you grind at your marriage, your marriage will get better. Where you focus Absolutely. will grow. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. It's just, you, and it brings you right back to being intentional. You have to put that focus in. I mean, would I like to spend more time at home? Sure. Would I like to spend more time with my wife and my daughter? Absolutely. But, you know, I... I, on Wednesday nights, I serve at church. You know, I go help other kids try to figure out their their role in life. Like, can I be that mentor for another ch- another younger child? Sorry, I mean, to yeah, that. no, it's good. Um, so, do we have conversations of like super depth? Like, you know, hey man, like, well, actually, it's kind of funny. I've talked to him about credit, and these are like middle school kids. So we've sat down, and I'm like, okay. Now, it's, this is, it's funny because my stepdad was really big about this because I think he ruined his credit when he was younger and he was like, I right, really need to focus on this. So I sit down with a bunch of middle schoolers and I'm like, now what do you guys know about credit? And they're like, well, I don't, what do you, I don't know anything about credit. You know? So I'm like, this is something that you guys really need to intentionally be thinking about because when you turn 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, you're going to be challenged to want to go out and get a new car. You're going to be challenged to go out and want to buy a bunch of clothes. On, you know, and the only way to really have anything is if you work on your credit. So... That's like one of the only depth conversations we have. Most of it's just about topics with church and going through, you know, certain sermons. And we talk about just being leaders. I mean, it's, it's, it's terribly sad, but like um, I've noticed a lot this year and last year more than anything that the suicide rate in middle school has gone up 40%. I had no idea. And, and man, that wow. just absolutely breaks my heart because these kids don't know what they're doing, man. Like if you, you don't remember what you're like in middle school, but when you hang around middle school kids, you remember what you're like in middle school. Right, right, right you're awkward, you're weird, you're, you don't, you know, you, you, your voice cracks, like, you don't, you're, you, where are, you don't have the place in life, like, your parents don't understand you, you don't understand you, your friends don't, I mean, you, you barely understand what's really going on, and so to be able to give them a little bit of an outlet, and to somewhat be that, you know, that connection, or mentor, or just something to a normal life, um, to see, like, hey, you know, like, this guy does pretty good, even though he's got crazy hair, like, you know, he's coming in here, he's, He's helping us out, and, and I'm able to confide in him and give him, you know, some information that I may not be able to give my mom or my dad or my friends. And so 
that really hit home with me, man. That bothered me to hear that there's a lot. I mean, and you hear about it all the time now. And it just, it wasn't something that I was privy to before. Well, and so this is a hard conversation for me because we moved here two and a half years ago to the greater Kansas City area mm -hmm. from small town, Brookfield, Missouri. Mm -hmm. And right before we moved, a young high schooler took his own life. Mm -hmm. um, and since then, I think that there, in two and a half years, I think that there have been four or maybe five additional suicides that have happened since then. And I, I, so I, I veer far away from the subject because I don't want to hurt people's feelings or offend anyone. But inside of that, there were some crusaders. Like we are going to do suicide awareness and we are going to do suicide prevention and we are going to, so, but there's a, a phenomenon and I'm not going to remember the name of it, but the book is the book that I, the book that I was reading uh, about a year and a half ago, or maybe a year ago was called influence. Mm -hmm. And and it talked about, um, in New York, they, they, they did a study. It, it was like a 15-year study. And they tracked, um, they tracked suicide rates. And whenever somebody would commit suicide, the more publicized that suicide was, the higher the increase in suicides over the next certain period. Mm. If they were able to stiffen the publicity of the suicides, the suicide rate would fall back down. Hmm. Well, we live in a world right now where everybody wants to be a crusader. Everybody sure. wants to have a voice. Everybody wants to be heard. And people genuinely want to be good. So they think, hey, I'm going to do good. Like, I'm going to go make the world aware of this. But the fact is, is that you're putting a spotlight on something and young people, and I would say young people sub 25 years old, have a hard time grasping the reality mm -hmm. of eternity. Yeah. They don't understand. And I, that's not just for young people. I think that's for almost anyone. I mean, to really grasp the, the idea of eternity is almost not even comprehensible. But to the point that self-preservation becomes part of the conversation. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think, I think part of the reason, to, to my point, and then I'll shut up about this, but part of the reason that I think that suicides in teens and high schoolers or, or whatever that number mm -hmm. might be in high school, whatever, but in middle school, we'll just mm -hmm. talk about that, up 40%, that's astronomical. It's crazy. And probably if we looked, even younger would be higher and even older would be higher. But it's because it's so, everything is so public now and mm -hmm. everything just, you can't help but watch tragedy spread like wildfire. Sure. We knew about what had happened way before we should have found out. Right. And my daughter went to school with this young man's uh, younger brother, and, mm -hmm. and so she was in a circle, but still, it, we shouldn't know before the sun sets that day that that happened, right. before the kid even has been taken all the way to the hospital, we shouldn't be hearing about it. Right. And, and unfortunately, I think that that's a, that's a, I would go as far as to call it a plague. No, absolutely. I think, and, and there's, there's so much information online about being able, like, there's, there's steps on how to prepare your family for your suicide. I mean, mm. it, it's, it's an, I mean, things I would, I didn't even know about, like, I, I mean, so I'm 34 and I had no idea this stuff was even going on, man. I, and it's just, it, it, I mean, it really hit home with me and, and we sat down and we had a really long conversation with the kids and I said, man, if you guys are bullying anybody or you feel like there's somebody that's, that's not, you know, that doesn't seem like they're being connected with, please befriend these people. Like you could save a life. Right. I mean, it's literally as simple as you just 
going outside of your comfort zone and sitting down with this, this individual and just saying, hey man, like, I wanna be your friend. You know, sit with them at the lunch table, do, do what you need and, and try, to, try to involve them in your daily activity because you don't know what that could do for them. And, and It'll be hard for me to let this section of this podcast, cat, podcast through the cut floor. Okay. Because of this conversation. Yeah. Because I don't want to be, I don't want to be the guy that says the word that implants the seed that mm -hmm. sprouts the result of somebody yeah. oh, thinking no, no, it's no, a no. good idea to take their own life. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely not. Death is too close to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Hey, I'm I'm good with that. Like it's just it's something that I recognized and I had no idea that was going on and um, I wanted to you know, be able to touch on that and hopefully be able to make a, a, an impact for somebody's life. I mean, that's really all it boils down to. And, and, you know, I mean, it's just, like I said, I think with the disconnect with reality and life and actual, the, the, the worth of self being, um, with video games and the internet and Facebook, and you always got to put this like facade on like, Oh man, my life is perfect. It's great. It's there's, you know, we're great. We're, you right. know, it's, it's not true. That's not how life is. It's hard. There's struggles. There's there's things that you're gonna go through that you may not know that you're gonna be able to make it through, but you're you just gotta keep working. You gotta keep fighting it, trying to be you, and not worry about all this other you know fluff that's going on in the world. Because, man, it, if you try to keep up with the Joneses, you're not gonna be able to. Well, and the Joneses are five dollar millionaires anyway. Thirty thousand dollar millionaires. Yeah, they live a great life, yeah. but one payment at a time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. In most cases. In most cases, you're exactly right. So, um, so that was kind of the reason, and I, and, it, and then honestly, that translates over to because I do kids CrossFit as well. So I mm -hmm. coach kids CrossFit on Thursday um, at CrossFit Lee Summit, and that's been awesome watching these kids just go from you know media the, you could see that had good potential, um, and, and going from a mediocre athlete to somebody that that had could potentially be a really good athlete. I I wish I had CrossFit when I was younger. <laughs> I really do because it was, man, some of these kids are just unbelievable. Like. First of all, kids just don't get tired. They don't get sore, you know, right. and they just go, man. And it's like, gosh, it's awesome to watch. It's, it makes same. you feel good. Yeah, it, kind of. But at the same time, like, no, we, we, we just gripe we, about it. We don't it, get you know? tired or sore, do we? <laughs> no. <laughs> so it, I can hardly walk right now. Yeah. So, I mean, on the better, on the on the positive side of things, that's right. cool. That's really cool to watch. And I see that also at church. I see that with the kids, too, that you can see they're making more connection. You can see they're, you know, becoming friends with other kids that they maybe wouldn't have before and just opening up a little bit, you know, so... Man, if I can just shed some light on any of that, it's, that, that would warm so my heart. To me, the overall theme of what you've said here is recognizing that putting in a 70 or 80 hour week could mm -hmm. potentially take away from what you feel your heart's called to do to help others, especially it sounds like you. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think, think that's a good balance for people to understand. Yeah, it is. And it's not going to take away my drive. It's not going to take away the fact that I still feel like I should be in my office more than I am, or I should be on the phone, or I should be prospecting. I should be making calls, you know, cold calls and things like that. There's things that I should be doing that I don't do because I'm comfortable with where I'm at. Right. And being comfortable, again, it's not where I'm called to do. Like, I need to be in the uncomfortable situation. So. Well, and, and which is why you're looking at some parallel industries as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. No, we're looking at some different stuff. I mean, you know, I'm, I just, there's no limit on growth, for you sure. know, for, for you and I or anybody that I, I'm just, you know, like I go back to, like, I'm just a connector. And I feel like you're the same person. Like, I feel like you're a lot, a lot like that. We make connections with people. I know a lot of people that do a lot of different things that could benefit. Like, if I just made connect the A to B, A to B, you know, and just continue to make these connections, whether it doesn't help me, well, it, it helps does. them. It, there's an infinite 
loop that you can't see or understand. Right. And it's, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I, it's just, I like that. I really enjoy that, just the connection with other people and be like, man, I, I didn't know this guy and I met him and he's great. And he turns out we have this commonality and we, now we have a business or now we're, right. you know, like uh, my friend Jimmy and, and his wife, like they didn't know each other. I just connected them and now they're married and they have four kids. It's like, <laughs> you know, out of nowhere. So I, you're I welcome that. children. Yeah. All four of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here you go. It's not the long hair. Yeah. yeah. So, um, no, I just enjoy that, man. And that's, I feel like that's been my, my biggest calling is just being able to meet people, um, you know, have common interests, especially with certain people, um, and be able to connect, you know, others. Right. So it's cool. Have your wife asking, like, are you going to hang out with Mike again? Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, exactly. She asked me all the time. She's like, no, what are you guys going to do? Like, you guys, you just met last week for coffee. I'm like, well, babe, here's the we're, deal. Like, we're, we're planning a takeover yeah, of the world. That's right. One <laughs> day at a time. One day. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. cool. So, like, I think we could go on for a couple hours. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. Phil, how long have we been chatting? Oh, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, guys, <clears throat> I guess the point here is that I wanted David to come on here because I knew that David had like really great life balance. I also just love chatting with the guy and I wanted you to hear just some different perspective because I know I get on and it's like, okay, grind, hustle, grind, hustle, you, you know, last night, right? It's, it's, it's do, delegate, delete. And I have all these things like, oh, you're, you're afraid, don't be afraid. But at the same time too, I've had people message me and say, I'm, I'm comfortable where I am. Like, this is the hustle that I want. I want to hustle inside of my own career. I want to hustle inside of my marriage. I want to hustle inside of my faith. I want yeah, to absolutely. be a blessing to other people. And so there's not there's not a right or a wrong way. David, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate Good you, bro. As always, I just want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to Money Moves with Michael Munsterman. And if this is your first time of listening to the show, hey, just subscribe, follow, like, share, go go through the moves. It helps us just get the word out and get this message out that, you know, ultimately our goal is to grab on the people as they are going through life as an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, or hopefully getting in, in front of the eyes and ears of, of young people who someday want to own their own hustle, do their own thing. So just... In anything you can do that way is super helpful to us here. And then finally, just a couple other things. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. It's at MJ Munsterman. And Facebook is, is uh, like if you search Michael Munsterman, it pops right up. We're on YouTube as well. And then the final thing is if you're interested in a more in-depth like mentorship where you can work or at least feel like you're working directly with me, getting the hacks and the secrets and the things that I believe every single entrepreneur, whether you currently have a business, whether you have multiple businesses, whether you're doing 100,000 a year or 10 million a year, things and principles that, I, that I've that i used to make hundreds and millions of dollars in total sales across multiple companies, then check out M4Nation, that's M, the number four nation, dot Michael Munsterman. Dot com. Check it out and, and there's an opportunity there to get um, in on our coursework. It's it's 35 plus videos of, of content specifically for this conversation. It's over 20 hours of information. Then we've got a 150 page workbook there that like is a real introspective look into yourself to help give you a good compassing and anchor at where you are 
and show you how to how to navigate the course to where you want to go, what you want to accomplish, and who you want to be. Thanks so much again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.